dedicate this podcast to uh, because Google told me that it is Friedlieb or Friedlob uh, Ferdinand Runge's 225th birthday. Obviously, this man is not still alive. That would be uh, interesting. Well, in I our mean, hearts. In our hearts. Yeah. Um, and who is this Friedlieb Ferdinand this Runges? This mysterious man. Uh, okay, well, he was a German analytical chemist. Um, so he discovered some different stuff. So I guess... Um, I didn't. I didn't actually know that Google, some of this stuff Google existed. Um, logo worthy stuff. Like the three that they have that are like his big, his pretty big discoveries. Um, yeah. Was like the first coal tar coal tar dye, which was blue. Uh, coal tar products, which like a lot of substances that derive from coal tar. So he did oh, a lot with coal tar. I'm oh, you're seeing. Back. Oh, I'm. I'm. I was gone. I was back. You're back. Oh. I never left. I was here in your it heart kinda, all along. It, it <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. It was it yeah, it kind of like grayed out for a second there. Oh. So did you for a second. This? Yeah. Do you think maybe maybe, maybe think Thanos is coming? Ooh. 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 Thanos was right. Uh Ooh. so what was what was Fridlieb? What what did he do? Oh, he did a bunch of I stuff. See. Okay. He okay. did uh, he did he did a coal tar dye, which like seems like a bad idea, but I guess I've never used it, uh, which was blue. Right. Uh, and then other products. Uh, and then, uh, I'll be honest, I don't know what most of these things are, but the most important thing is the identification of caffeine in coffee. So that was his major Ooh. contribution as far as I'm concerned. This guy discovered what caffeine was, and thank you so much, Friedlieb, because we needed this. Yeah, we really... So much. The, the world did need it, you know? Mm. I mean, now we have the, you know, without it, we wouldn't have Starbucks. And without Starbucks, we wouldn't have Starbucks's owner attempting to run for the U.S. presidential Democratic <laughs> primary. So, that's on you, Friedlieb. That's on you. Wow. Sorry. I mean, I enjoyed a cup of coffee today, but I guess Nick did not enjoy his cup of coffee today, so... Oh, I, I definitely enjoyed my cup of coffee. Mm. It was actually kind of nice. 16 ounces of... I don't know where the bean was from, but it was nice. It was a bean. I definitely... It was a bean. You know, I guess, isn't that coffee beans? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know where the bean was from. I'm sure it was from somewhere that wasn't Australia. Was it a free-range bean? Well, it's Melbourne, so definitely. So yeah, so they have their little coffee bean <laughs> beans grazing out in the open, like five yeah. coffee beans to a box. Um, yeah, yeah, they can move around. A lot of sunlight, you know. It's just they can kind of like relax. I, I, I don't see them in cage. So that's, that's always it's, nice. It's, you never want to see coffee beans in cages. That's just the saddest no. thing. Uh, yeah, where, ever, where are those really? videos? from those from the animal rights people you know well i mean probably the plants, videos. the plants rights people really because the plants rights people we, we do it all admit that uh coffee beans come from plants actually oh i could ruin this for us uh i mean it's a friday do we really want to ru- okay ruin it well because Matt's you well. brought up the animal rights thing did i i, I mean know. you did what, what did i do 
I did. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have oh, you God. heard of uh, Have you heard of a civet cat? No, I haven't. What is a civet cat? Uh, well, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like a little cat-like uh, creature. Cat-like creature. Yes. Um, yeah. Basically, this does uh, this does actually relate back to. Back to coffee. Um, so basically, um, civet cats. Some some people in um, they're they're Indonesian animals, and some people uh, like feed them coffee beans, and then they poop out the coffee okay. beans, and then they use those coffee beans for coffee. And apparently, some people think it tastes just amazing. They're very expensive. Um, I'm actually reading here. Apparently. Its price can reach $60, oh, sorry, 60 pounds per cup, because this is the BBC, of course. Um, and My lord. I just, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah, so they used to sort of sell it as like, oh, we just gather the poop of this animal from the jungle, and then we sell it as coffee, and isn't that so nice? But basically, it's like, you, you thought factory farms were bad. But how weird did you think they could get? Because this is like a factory farm, but for poop. Uh, so, you know, terrible conditions. Um, I, I mean, everything that you already know a factory farm to be, but like basically just yeah. feeding these cats. Like, here you go. Here's some coffee beans. I'll take your poop. All right. Have a nice life. Uh, so that yeah. is interesting. So, yeah. Thanks, Friedlieb, for... No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't his fault. <laughs> no. That's just modern humanity's fault. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird, right? I mean, it's like, weird to me because I wouldn't drink it to begin with because it's poop. Like, it went through something's we digestive system. Yeah, but, ha- like, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of uh, any food that we create that's based in excrement from another animal. A- am I missing and, something major? I mean, or I don't am I think correct? so, no. Like, the closest thing I think we ever get is eggs but that's just because burb burb birds i almost said burbs twice there i don't know if you heard that (laughs) but like birds birds do everything out of their (laughs) yeah i'm I'm just being scientifically accurate here yeah okay they're not pooping they're not like but it's not poop it's not shit like an egg no it's not It's, it's not no it's not no it's it's close so, to that region but it's not definitely yeah, not so uh yeah. that is the closest thing we could possibly get and this is just weird i mean we do eat bee vomit but that's different you know honey is delicious Fight yeah me about yeah it. honey is yeah honey's completely because honey is so unique whereas caffeine or coffee is like it's there already you don't need to have it digested through cats of all things have them poop it out and then then create caf- like coffee products from there. Yeah. Right? Like I mean, can you imagine going into a restaurant that... and being like, "Can I get the poop coffee?" And they'd be like, "Sure, yeah. coming right up." Like, what? It's like, ah. Uh, yeah, like how do they describe that in like if they had to describe it, like if they you know how sometimes in main, like restaurants have descriptions of whatever they've got on their menu. Would they describe that, or would they keep that on the hush hush? I don't. Like how how would they enticingly 
describe. I don't even know it. Um, well, there's, okay, there's a Wikipedia that tells you exactly what it is. And obviously, you know, Wikipedia, totally trust you. Um, and also there's this four reasons why Kopi Luwak isn't worth your money, which obviously uh, makes sense. But I'll basically just tell you exactly what Wikipedia said, which... Let, let it be known. It's not my words. I'm reading from this. Okay. Uh, right. Kopi luwak, or civet coffee, is coffee that includes partially digested coffee cherries eaten and defecated by the Asian palm civet. Fermentation occurs as the cherries pass through a civet's intestines, and after being defecated with other fecal matter, they are collected. That's what they would have on the menu description. That's for well, sure. Well, I don't think they would... I, I don't know. Yeah, I just. Well, oh, here's a, here's a question. Wait, here's here's why they they oh. apparently one of the ways they've been selling it is because these little palm civet cats know like the best the quote unquote best beans to eat. But if you're in a farming situation, oh. wouldn't they just eat anything they're well, given? Well, how is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, how 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 is it? Yeah. Maybe they give them a selection of beans and then they eat the ones that they know are the ones that are the best. Yeah. Well, in the jungle, they probably would. I mean, uh, that totally yeah. makes sense. So if you are actually collecting from the jungle, fair enough. But uh, that is not the case. No. Like, I'm still going to have my coffee tomorrow. Knowing, I mean, I will Knowing too. that it doesn't, doesn't come from a civet. I'm gonna actually be happy about that. I don't really want yeah. civet coffee. I, I, okay. Anyone who would try civet coffee needs to get in touch with me to convince me. Yeah. Why it would like why even animal cruelty aside, like why you would even try this? Is it like a risky thing? Like, would you eat a scorpion stinger? Like, is that just what you do? Kind of thing, you know? It's a I, I want to know. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why? I just want to try it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're like a, overseas, like a, you know, in that area. I don't know. Like, yeah. Okay, well, here's a question, but do you... Would you eat, or have you eaten uh, insect food? You know, like actual, like, you know, fried insects of whatever they are. Because you know well, how that's I becoming haven't. a thing. Yeah, that's becoming a yeah. thing, yeah. Um, uh, I'll be honest, my partner has, um, and he said they yeah. weren't bad. I think he's eating Yeah, I've had some as well. Kits? Yeah, and it, like... It it's, makes sense. It's good protein. And yeah. okay, so you've had some. It's it's not terrible. No, it's no, it's weird, it's, but it's, not it's terrible. fine. It's just it's a bit weird, but it's not like I had like grasshoppers, like this like little little mini ones. I'm thinking to myself mm. like, there's trillions of them out there. We're totally fine. Like, it's funny how like that was probably. I wonder how it is with animal rights activists in terms of that element there, or, or vegan or vegetarian people, because that would actually be a thing that it's it's so nutritious, it's so per, like it doesn't it helps with the environment as well, and it's a it's a great source of uh, food, and it can really I guess help turn things around if we start to utilize insects as a food source, which is something that people have done before. Uh, mass marketing insect uh, pro- uh, food products would be much less, I guess, a strain on our resources than what we currently have when it comes to animal 
and it's like uh, like animal based products, uh, and it's a huge source of protein, which I guess is a, a big thing as well. So, yeah, it's it's encouraging. I haven't seen it much, but so I don't know what the what the uh, what what its current status is at the moment. I've seen it at markets every now and again, but I don't see it at supermarkets yet or, or at your the general store do we have general stores yeah we kind of do i feel like you kind of do yeah all right yeah. listeners if you would eat a bug or have eaten a bug get in touch at 1-800-NICK is cool <laughs> dot yeah. com dot au i realize we went from a phone number to an internet there but uh yeah, i promise it works definitely <laughs> phone number to an internet that's what we did <laughs> Phone number to an Just internet site. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick uh, with four four Ks and Yeah, four Ks and one Nick, X. Nick Nickalicious Nick's. at, Nick- at <laughs> hotmail.com. <laughs> uh yeah, but make sure you spell Nicious with Yeah, with, with two S's because yeah. otherwise you'll get the yeah. other Nickalicious and that'll be awkward. Nick um, at Aliciousness. Mm. Uh, a swishiness. A swishiness. Hmm. Actually, this kind of uh, goes really well into my depressing thing that I was maybe going to tell oh, you. Oh, fantastic. I want I want this smile to be wiped off my face. Okay. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, it's okay. It's not that depressing, but I do, I do have okay. an observation, and I was wondering yes. if you had maybe made the same observation that I have. Um, so I was thinking about um, the environment, as I do, mm-hmm. uh, and I was thinking about the different ways that we protect it and the different things that we're fighting and just, you know, all around the globe, and um, obviously I haven't been everywhere, um, so I don't really know what's going on everywhere, but, like, just the things that you hear in the news that you see and just things like that. Um, so yeah. one of the things that struck me as sort of odd and I don't think it's just with environmental stuff but I think it's kind of becoming environmental stuff is that um, people are much more concerned with stopping the bad things that are happening very close to them and this makes sense obviously this makes sense Um, you know you're not going to necessarily know what's happening in other places but You know, we always talk about, uh, for example, I guess the Amazon rainforest getting logged. Like, that is a terrible thing. And yet we hear of it all the time, but you don't really see people, like, rushing down there, like, no stop, you know, like, kind of protesting it, doing things like that, you know, like, really unsustainable stuff. Um, But you might be like, oh, well, um, just for, like, an example, um... Here we go. Uh, okay, so we, we've we got, um, obviously, native forestry here, and uh, people, not everyone likes it, and that's fair enough, and, like, you know, people are tree huggers, and that's okay, but, like, wouldn't you think that if you're doing something that's good for the environment, that you'd want to combat the bad thing? Because, like, at least you're getting it from, like, a good source. So that was my question, like, what else do we do, and, like, what are we missing out on, and is it sort of, is it sort of a question of we think that 
our own endangered animals are more special than the endangered animals in other continents or we're not looking at the big picture and we're not seeing what needs the most help versus what we can kind of mitigate here or is it just kind of a, a thing of like out of sight out of mind you know like when we recycle and we send it off to China and China takes care of it and then you know recently they were like well maybe we'll stop taking all your trash and we were like oh my god whatever will we do because we just haven't had to think about it for so long. So we just kind of push these problems away instead of dealing with them. Have you noticed any of this? I, I know I asked about 20 questions in there. So feel free to not answer all of them. But uh, what are your uh, thoughts on that? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, gonna, perfect. That, that's it. Okay. And we're done. Uh, I, did we talk about... Either we talked about this at some point last week or the week... I'm not too sure, but... Oh, I commented on it, but yeah, like I do have the, I do have those similar thoughts where we can really only see a certain distance and it's difficult to comprehend further than that. Like we're, we, we think we're like, it's hard to sort of take in the entirety of a situation that we have found ourselves in. And so we want to do the best we can, but if we think too much more about it, we fear maybe, or, or we fear that if we think too much more about it, that it's just going to be so overwhelming for us. Again, this is more anecdotal stuff, not uh, data specific stuff. But Oh yeah, we don't difficult, need, no, it's okay. Yeah, I, yeah mean... I think it's difficult to really, you know, comprehend what's, because we think to ourselves, well, what can we really do? So yeah, like uh, our recycling goes over to China and they deal with it, and we think we're doing a good thing, which we, you know, we we think we are, and it's we, you know, it's a complicated system, it's a complicated process, and sometimes we just don't have time for that. You know, we we want to, we feel like there's so much else in our lives that we have to deal with that, you know, thinking about things that are further away from home, be it um, like environmental issues or whatnot. It's just, we just can't give ourselves, we can't give those things the energy that we would give to things that are closer to home. And it, I don't know if it's detrimental, but I, I, I do see it as something that's ingrained in us as a cultural societal and biological thing that we we sort of become more protective of things that are sort of within our you know i guess extended view at home so yeah. i don't know what the answer is but i do well, think me, about it me neither but I, it always does seem like you know there's a lot to deal with and and fair enough you know you can't possibly think of everything that's going wrong unless you're me and then you're just like a sad person but uh yeah. don't be a sad person do what i say nope. not what i do yes. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting because once you block yourself off, you find yourself not really worrying about that issue and then not really maybe grasping where you get all your materials from or everything. So I just thought it was interesting yeah. to kind of look at the, it, it happens with food as well. You know, like you can see like smaller farmers like, oh yeah, going to go to the butcher, going to go do this, this, this. But then if it's cheaper, you're like, oh, maybe I'll just nip over there and get that. And you have no idea where it came from. It's It happens a lot, I think. But um, I was just 
somehow I was just drawn to it this week and just kind of thinking about it. And I, I'm pretty sure we yeah. have touched on this before, but I just wanted to bring it up again. <laughs> That's all right. Bring it out there. Bring it out Let there. Let it all out. I guess the question is like, how much responsibility do you feel like, and just, I'm just talking like straight to you right now is how much mm. responsibility do you feel like you have, you know, when it comes to these decisions that you're making, some that are on the fly because convenience is such a uh, strong element of our lives right now. Do you feel like you need to fret or believe that you need to consider so many different angles to a, option that you're going to potentially take or is it something where it's you know like you don't ha like you don't need to feel ultimately responsible all the time for things like how um, much what's the level of responsibility that you feel like you should have oh uh, you've probably asked the wrong person this <laughs> um well okay so the thing is, I keep finding that I need to take even more responsibility because there are things that I don't know and then I learn and then I take into consideration, but they're constantly changing. Um, and I think that's just right. sort of being an aware consumer of just anything. But I guess for me, like for me, I try and take 100% responsibility and it's not always perfect, yeah. but... Um, I mean, man, I love Nutella. I love it so much. And I found out yeah. they didn't have sustainable palm oil in it. And I was like, all right, no more Nutella until they can get their act together. Like, if that doesn't hurt, I don't know what does. Um, Ooh, that's <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was it was rough. But you know what? Probably yeah. worth it. Like, what's cuter, ultimately? Like, a baby orangutan or, like, a Nutella bottle? And I went with the fuzzy thing because that seems What about right. a baby Nutella bottle? Like, a baby Nutella Actually, those are pretty, pretty cute, pretty but cute. I feel like they still yeah. can't compete with orangutans for some reason. <laughs> uh, and I, I, will, I will actually stand by this one. I don't always enjoy the presence of monkeys, but orangutans, they're special. I like them. How often are you around monkeys? Not that it often, like actually. Had to deal, um, <laughs> you've I'm had really... to deal with them. Okay, look, Nick, I used to watch this, like, this show that had people who were very much in love with their pets that were all, like, very wild animals. And basically, right. I, I heard on the show about this chimp just utterly eating this one woman's face. And I just got so paranoid of chimps after that that I did not enjoy monkeys for a very long time. So at the zoo, like, Whoa. no, I could skip the monkeys. I'm just now getting over this fear, Nick. Yeah. Well, just baby steps. I'm not trying to yeah, yeah. hurl you back into the realm of monkeys. but uh, To be fair, I will never have like a chimp in my house, so I think we'll Aren't avoid this like, situation crazy? altogether. Like, they're pretty violent. I mean, like, they're very, very strong. Like, yeah. I mean, if they're half-grown, they're pretty much already stronger than you. So, like, it's just this, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a, but, it was a bad idea altogether. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's let's not have chimps in the house. Don't have chimps in the house. Saying. Don't dress okay. them up like babies. They don't like it. Um, yeah, turns out. No, I'm sure. Uh, and they're they not, get frustrated. Like, exactly. And so they're very smart. Don't do that. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Oh, but you know what you can have in the house, which brings me to my happy topic to make you smile again, because I know how much you love smiling. Um. Yes. So it turns out that one of my coworkers is a wildlife rescuer. 
Um, so he okay, goes cool. around. Yeah, and he, he usually just transports animals and helps them find foster carers. And as he was going home from work, he found this little baby possum. So the next oh. day at work, he comes over to me very conspiratorially. And I was like, okay, what's up? Um, and he's like, do you want to see something cool? And I was like, well, I always want to see something cool. What kind of question is this? Uh, and he points yeah. to the box and he's like, do you want to see the possum? And I was like, shut up. What? You've got a possum in there? <laughs> um, so basically, he found this little baby possum. No mo- mom in sight. You know, nothing really around. Kind of runty. Uh, so he's the like now the uh, potential foster care for this little baby possum and I got to help feed it. I got to help and feed was, it and help. Yeah, it was nice. it was really cute. But man, yeah. that thing sleeps like a log. Like you'd think being a wild animal, it would be really alert and aware and everything. But like at the end of the day, when I was getting everything together to feed it, he's like, oh yeah, you yeah. can just hold it in, you know, it's in its little sock pouch because that's what it likes, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it was not moving and it came time to actually feed it and i'm trying to get it out like are you alive and just i kind of poked it a little bit i was like are you alive and uh you know then a paw twitched so i knew it was indeed alive but oh my gosh it slept like a log and i could relate you know like when you're that tired done yeah but, and when uh, you're that comfy yeah. as well, when you're in that comfy kind of environment. True. It was a very fuzzy sock pouch, yeah. so. It it felt safe, I think. Mm. Everything yeah. was switched off and went, I'm going to, I'm fine here. Yeah. I'm going to get my food. Then I'm going to go back to sleep. Like a baby. So, yeah, like a baby, really. Well, I is, mean, it was a little baby. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cute. Little brush tail possum. So that was, That's nice. that made my week. Uh, helping yeah. feed this little brush tail possum, who will then was grow up. Was that today? Uh, that was yesterday, actually. Oh, yesterday. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Today it was. Uh, I did not actually see my coworker that much because we work out of the office a lot. Um, today yeah, yeah. in the morning, I said, "Oh, where's the possum?" And he said, "Oh, it's asleep." So I put it in my bottom drawer, and I went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was having a good time. It sleeps like a log, yeah. like I said. So yeah, yeah. Uh, great times. So- it should be ready to go back to the wild in maybe a year. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So so he'll hold hold on to it for a year and then... Yeah, hopefully. Uh, um, introduce it back into the into the wild. Like, will it... Like, are, are, would it... Would he try to um, have it connect with other possums or is it more of a, a lone ranger? I don't really is know. Is it a bachelor possum? Is it a bachelor possum? I'm not really sure. I don't know. Um, I don't know the possum society structure here. No, I. Oh, but here we go. I do have a. Let's see if. Okay, if anyone was wondering, these are not endangered. They are of least concern, so that's always nice. Um, I know you were worried. Uh, it is good at living in cities as well as natural environments. So that's probably why he found it on the way home because he does live more in the city. Um. Yeah. And they like to forage. It seems like they're pretty. They they mostly keep to themselves from right. Like they don't really live in little colonies. Oh, but this is pretty cute. So its scientific name, the common brush-tailed possum, also called I'll probably butcher this, but here we go, yeah. Trichosaurus vulpicula, from the Greek for furry-tailed and the Latin for little fox. So basically, this is a furry-tailed little fox. Ah. Even though it's a possum. If that doesn't make your Friday, then I don't know what will. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
So you're welcome for bringing actually something positive to the table. I tried real hard yes. for you guys. You've done well. <laughs> I'll give you a round of applause Yay. for that. Why do they put a, a Latin and a Greek word together? The you sci- know, I, scientists are I just... <laughs> just thinking that. I have no idea. <laughs> Did they run out of words? Maybe they ran out of Latin words because it's a dead language. And they were like, oh, no, Latin didn't have a furry-tailed word, so we need to use Greek. They couldn't make it up, can't they? Like, they would have the connective tissue to create a new word. Isn't that what happens? You would think so. Like, a furry would have been around, maybe? Surely, and tails. Obviously, I wasn't there. And tails, exactly. Exactly. No. I feel like I wasn't around I'm either, so I guess, I guess I wouldn't. I mean, know. I have a bad memory, so who knows? Maybe I was there. Mm. I just can't remember. You know, you know how I how I am. Yeah, the party of making the Latin language definitely. It was yeah, a great party. Should have been there. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of parties, mm. uh, I lost a lot of money on the Super Bowl. So no. Yeah. Yikes. I just, I thought I I thought I had a plan. I had the day off, which was great. So that was like, that sort of helped, you know, soothe the pain of losing all the money. Yikes. And then I went to a place where I had like loaded fries, which is also amazing. And beer, which is also amazing. So it felt good. Plus the Patriots won, which was pretty cool as well. But also I lost all the money. And I, and you know, the thing is, so like my, my brothers were also in on the deals and um, a friend of mine as well. And... I just, you know, like there was a point where we all realized that none of us was going to win. And you, you still sort of hold out hope that maybe something's going to turn up and you'll get there. And then it just starts, the reality just sets in. And you just know that that's it. And the 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 energy kind of stumbles out of the room at that point. So, yeah. like I was so confident as well. I was going into it going, I feel like this is going to work. Like. I had all the overs going for these things. I thought it's going to like, it's going to be a really great adventurous adventurous. I don't know why I use that word. Uh, exciting, <laughs> like high scoring game. That's going to be because you know, they, they're, they're two teams that do score a lot of points and Tom Brady's like, you know, he's lights out during it. And I thought like last year and the year before it was like, these games had a lot of yards, a lot of attacking stuff. And then it, it didn't happen. And it's weird. I have this a lot, not not just with like sports and gambling, but just you know, like an event happens, and then you look back back on it and go, "Oh, of course it was going to be like that." You know, like it just and yeah. that recency bias obviously comes into it, but it just it's like, yeah, I should have seen that coming. Of course, it was going to be just a, like defensive masterclass, not this like attacking free for all. But you know, because like. Like, I wish I had more examples of it because I know it, it happens more often for me. But the whole season was this, like, you know, the most points ever scored, like the most highest per uh, game sc- uh, points ever scored by, like, the Rams and, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then, you know, all these yards were, you know, like the record number of yards made, all this sort of stuff that was like, this is the new era of, you know, American football. And then, of course, the Super Bowl had to be the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. <laughs> You know, all those sorts of things were in there. It's like, like, it just had to be that way. But you you get this tunnel vision when it comes to, 
you know, these sorts of games because you think, okay, well, the rest has happened. So obviously it's going to be the exact same thing in this match as well. And that's not really how it works. No. And, yeah. you know, you sort of, I go back in my mind going, man, just imagine if I had, if I had known that this was how it was going to, going to be. So basically if I could see the future and I could go back in time and be like, well, actually I'm going to throw all my money on this happening. That's just, it's just like, it's like a defense mechanism as if my brain is trying to like, um, you know, comfort me in that. Well, if I knew what was going to happen, I would have put the money on there. <laughs> 2020 hindsight. Yeah, exactly. But you know, Patriots won. I'm pretty sure like the five LA Rams fans were devastated that their team lost, but all in all, I had the day off. So I'm totally fine with that. That's True. I was the real winner of the day. I, I feel so you weren't that. the only one disappointed by the Super Bowl, though. I, I was reading a lot of... I didn't watch it. Um, right. It was at a weird time, I think, so I just kind of went... Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, obviously, weird time for us. Not not a weird time over there. Yeah. But um, no. I was just reading, you know, talking to friends, reading their various Facebook posts about it, and apparently yeah. just the gameplay was very disappointing. Now, I can't really be that picky because I can't really... I don't play football, so anything's pretty impressive to me. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, if you do know football <laughs> a lot better than I do or you're really watching that play, it was probably, yeah. like you said, you know, you were expecting more and then they didn't really deliver. Um, which, you know, yeah. everyone has a bad game, but it's just like, oh, it not often well, does the bad game fall on the Super Bowl. Well, it was one of those things where it was boring, but at the same time, like, it was just, like, because both defenses were amazing. So, like, that was really great like it was a defensive masterclass on both sides so that's pretty good it wasn't exciting in that way but like thinking back on it it, it wasn't really the worst game i've seen it was just that these defenses were just smothering the attack and so that was quite impressive thinking back on it so i guess like all the hot takes and reactions from you know during the game and afterwards was like oh it was just a terrible super bowl and all that sort of stuff and I can see that because we're so we're we're a society that wants action and and lots of things happening and lots of things did happen. It's just that there was no scores because the the def- defense was just doing the best, uh, like just working like they were just operating on both sides at such a high level, and that's yeah. really impressive. But you know, it's difficult to sort of transfer that into something that's visually appealing for television audiences and the super bowl is a product that you makes know sense. but at the same time yeah. like if i was a like I, w- I couldn't care like if i was a patriots if i played for the patriots or if, you know if i was on a football team and we won a game that was ugly and like everyone hated the fact that it was like a really bad game to watch it's like i couldn't care less like you win that title you win that championship you know, like, you you don't care about whether it was, like, entertaining for people at that point. You know, you, like, you understand that it is entertainment for pretty much everybody, but you play to win a championship. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, you know, you'll go back to it the next year and attempt to do it all over again. 
And regardless of how you get there, because it's interesting listening to coaches and players after like games every week and saying, oh, I've got to be better, got to do this, got to do that. Even if they win or they win really well, like they do a really good, they play a really great game. When you get to the final, be it in the Super Bowl or here in Australia with the AFL or the NRL, like the grand final or anything like that, no one cares, like they don't care how they win it. It could be like the worst game they played this year, or it just doesn't work out as well as they thought it would. But if they win it, you don't hear the coaches saying, well, we should have done this better, or we could have done that better. I'm not really happy about how this worked out. It doesn't matter. Like the, the perception, the optics change completely for everyone involved in winning that title. And I find that, you know, it kind of, it sort of, makes everything else redundant when it comes to people's reactions to those games. So, yeah, like, everyone is right. Like, it was a boring match in a lot of ways, but it was also kind of great to watch it, if that makes sense. I mean, you know, the halftime show was pretty much, like, even more, you know, shoulder shrugging. So, you know, but everyone watched it because it's Super Bowl. Right. So what yeah. I'm hearing is maybe it wasn't it wasn't the gameplay, but most people consider the gameplay our offense, which makes sense because the offense would yeah. sort of result in action. So it was good gameplay yes. from what you're saying, but mostly from yeah. the defense. So then people don't really yes. see it as such. Um, I cannot speak to the halftime show. I was almost going to watch it uh, just the halftime show because I'll be Didn't honest, I watched Super Bowls for the halftime show. Uh, so that's... <laughs> And I think a lot of theater nerds can agree with me that we watch it for the halftime show. So if you say... Do you get much speech, out of it, but the halftime show, like when you watch it? Um, like it depends. Have, like, depends yeah. who's who's doing it. Have you had a memorable um, halftime show that you've really enjoyed? I mean, I can't um, even remember who was last year's halftime show. I don't even remember. Uh, I know that Beyonce did it at one point. Yeah, with a couple other people, back. but she was obviously the yeah. <laughs> a main couple event. other people, meaning like, Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, Coldplay. That was it. Yeah. Sorry, Coldplay. I think that might have been um, um, in San Francisco because I'm pretty sure it was like during the, like I saw it during the day. I remember I remember the halftime show being on during the day. Like I, it was I don't know maybe it, let me take a look. I'm taking a look right now. Where are you? What's yeah, it was a couple years ago for sure. Um, but you were once right. again, yeah, I didn't correct. actually, I didn't actually watch the Super Bowl. I just watched the halftime show after the fact and went, "Ah, oh, that yeah. was pretty good." Uh, hang on, I'll I'll tell you the last Super Bowl that I watched, and it would have been uh, probably 2011 when the Packers won. Wow. Or oh, were well, in it. obviously. Yeah, I don't think they really got in since then, uh, so no, that's probably not. probably a factor to my watching. Oh no, wait! I watched it last year. That's right. Uh, I'll be honest though; oh, it was a it was yeah. a party, and a lot of people were there, and there was a dog. So less of the game watching, more of the dog petting. So yeah, I'm, that I'm makes not sense. I'm not upset with that decision either. Like it was it was a good decision. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally, I, 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 um, I back you on that decision as well. Thank it, you. It, like, the, the like dog me, was in like a jersey. The dog was in a jersey. Right. I That's, need you to know that. It was yeah, important. Yeah, like, just 
like a general jersey or or like a uh, specific jersey? A specific jersey. Okay, so okay, it uh, the the person's last name who was throwing the party was Brown, so they go for right. the Cleveland Browns, which makes sense. Right. So the dog had okay. a matching Browns jersey with its owner, and it was it was just beautiful. Um, right. It was it was such a great great time. Well. Here we so last year's one was Justin Timberlake, which was yeah, fine, which was I awkward because people didn't seem to know who he was, but I guarantee he was a heartthrob and probably still is. So, the guy from Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. Actually, I did see that halftime show. Yeah, and Lady Although, Gaga was the year before that. In, in ah, Houston. Lady. Okay, Lady Gaga yeah. would always put on a show. She was that probably was the like the that. most memorable most recent yeah. memorable one i think um, i remember prince from 2007 i think it was Ooh, yes that he, his was yeah. amazing his was amazing because it like started raining like pouring rain as he sung purple rain just like and like this huge purple um like sheet like you know four or five stories high came up as it's just it was just stunning like seeing his like silhouette on this literal purple like top it was just brilliant and uh yeah so that was that was a pretty great one as well and uh but apart from that like there's been wow kid rock was one of them as well oh that was yeah. the one where they justin timberlake and thingy did the thing with the nip slip oh the, yeah. the, the wardrobe malfunction that's the one there we go which is really you know, just like not it's just, like it's so it, early two thousands internet, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you see you see some of the people they almost space them out like when you know it's going to be a huge production or when you know it's going to be yeah. more like. And how oh, how would you feel as an artist trying to follow up Lady Gaga and be like, oh my god, or like Prince? Yeah, that's trying a to tough follow one. up Prince, yeah, like, be like, really? Okay sure like you really have to kind of like switch it up so like after prince the next year was tom petty which is pretty cool like and then the year after that was bruce springsteen so those guys don't have to prove anything you know what i mean like you don't have to one up like they're very comfortable in what in who they are and then after that was the who which is which is pretty great as well uh then it was black eyed peas which was eh uh wow after that was a big old massive one madonna lmfao oh those guys that's right yeah cirque du soleil they don't sing actually they were pretty cool as well Nicki minaj mia CeeLo green CeeLo green andy lewis i don't know who that is oh he's a performer of some kind and stuntman it's pretty cool so yeah that was a lot actually wow and then after that was Beyonce and Destiny's Child, which was... So Beyonce's done that a few times. Honestly, I, I feel like they would have her all the time if they could. I just don't well, think that's the they thing. Can. Like, who would, like, who would sort of bring it every single year? Like, Beyonce mm, would. Lady yeah, Gaga Yeah, for would. sure. Oh, Lady Gaga, for sure. Why don't they just switch off between those two? I'm just kidding. Everyone's done a great job with what they've had. But it's hard yeah. to follow certain acts. It definitely is. And I feel that Bruce as a performer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it like, would be so to, hard like, to follow like someone. 
Yeah, you're like, oh my oh. god, how would I beat that? Like, how do I entertain people when they're expecting this? And I, I give something different, which is, which is good. Like, still amazing yeah. performance, but it's different. You don't have and to it's like block that out of your mind. Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Just constant anxiety. Uh, I'm not even don't performing yourself, at the Super yeah. Bowl. I won't even have to worry about this. But oh my god. Don't think about it. You're not. Yeah, you, this isn't happening anytime soon for you. Maybe in or the next ever. few years. But no, not, no. Well, oh god. Oh. No. Did you? Oh. Yeah. So basically, the takeaway from Super Bowl is don't bet on the Super Bowl. That being said, <laughs> it's going to happen next year. So I may as well. Uh, yeah. I've, well, here's hoping for I the Oscars, win. right? <laughs> oh god, I've I put money on. Um, Yelitsa to win the best actress, but I don't know how that's going to work out. But the thing is, uh, as it gets closer, so I use Sportsbet. Shout out to them. Wait, can we do that? I don't know. Responsible I, I gambling. Don't know if can. Uh, <laughs> is they do all these random bets that come up as well. So like, I'm excited for that. All the prop bets, which I will clearly lose on, but still, I will. But retain you're going to do it anyway. Maybe. I'm going to do it anyway. I do not have a gambling problem. Well, well, I don't, you don't try to have a game. No, mm, I no. save money. Like I put money away in my savings account. There you go. Every paycheck. Good job. Every paycheck. Are you trying to convince so, me or you? Uh, both of us. Okay. <laughs> well, I to. believe you. I'm not sure you believe you, but okay. Yeah, that, that helps a little bit. Speaking mm. of. Um, nope. Whatever. You, you, you no. tried to have a segue. I tried. Yeah, so Speaking good. of the Super Bowl, there we go. Oh. Also, a thing on the Super Bowl is all those trailers and ads. But one ad in, one trailer in particular I wanted to talk about because you know how I sent you that little theory about uh, Avengers Endgame and what Ant Man could possibly do. Considering, wait, yeah. have you seen? The 45 second trailer? No, I have not. Yeah. But you already ruined it. Oh for my me. god. Oh, that's right, I did. Uh you but you still have to go watch Ant Man and the Wolves. Well, I, I will. It's delightful. Yeah. Uh is that I mentioned that because Scott Lang somehow re emerged from the quantum realm after being trapped there at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, spoilers. Uh <laughs> is that he maybe he's found a key to saving like to saving the universe and then i sent you that adorable gif of scott lang running out the door jazzing his way out the door basically uh, so you know so my idea was have you you saw the end game trailer obviously i did it was the, okay the Super Bowl just one. to clarify it was the 45 second one yes okay yes. good i was looking yeah, for a longer okay. one feverishly <laughs> just trying to find yeah. it and that's all i could find <laughs> I love, I like, I, I, it's, it's the, uh, the fear that you have now when it comes to trailers and we're about to talk about something. It's just like, he's like, does Nick know that there's like, does he know that there's another trailer out there? Who's like, like that you're missing? Like it's now. I was concerned. I was concerned. (laughs) I did not have to be, but I I was concerned. I would send you it. And I thought like, I, I don't think I sent you the trailer for it. I just assumed that you would have seen it by now. Uh, so I do have faith in you, hmm. you know, let's, I, I did let's watch it. Yes. Make that clear. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, by the way, cause my, my, I like, I'm trying not to really 
get into any theories or spoilery stuff because I just want to go in as cold as possible. But apparently, all we've seen so far is from essentially the first 15 to 20 minutes of the film. So Ooh. that's pretty cool at the moment. Although I feel like some of it might be from other players, but I don't know. Like It just seems like it's quite condensed so far. But my theory of Scott Lang saving the universe is sort of where I'm at at the moment. And obviously, when we talked about it, I think earlier in the year, about him teaming up with Captain America and it being a buddy comedy would be amazing. That would be so good. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, Okay, well, a couple things I thought of. Um, Obviously, I did see Ant-Man in there, so I was like, oh, look at this, Ant-Man, oh, yeah, Um, which was fun. Um, So obviously, we had kind of already discussed that, oh, what if that happened? Um, Yes. uh, Important... I saw that Captain America has now shaved, so he means business, I think. Uh, yeah. He was not clean-shaven at the end of the last one. He's clearly uh, trying to impress Thanos. I actually think Captain America and Thanos might get married. That's my own personal personal uh, thought there. That's a, that's a, that's, that'll be a huge left turn. No, I'm actually kidding, happened. but you know what? If it did, I would be so happy. Just like, just out of the blue. <laughs> Just, just out think, of the blue. I think a lot of marriage. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of um, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Winter Soldier shippers would be quite devastated at that. That's true. The, uh, I mean, the he slash probably deserves of those things. Bucky. Is, uh, uh, astounding. Yeah. Okay. Thanos cannot <laughs> have Steve. I understand this now. No. Um, for a second, I was really excited because I saw a red cape, and I forgot for a second that Thor wears a red cape, <laughs> and I thought it was uh, Doctor Strange. So- I was like, "No way! Yeah!" But uh, I clearly was wrong, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, I am an idiot." Good. Uh, so that was my third thing, uh, because right. I was really excited to point that out to you, and then I watched it again, and I went, "No, I'm, I'm." I'm very wrong. Um, yeah, My, so that was that was that was it. They're for looking me. quite. They're looking quite like angry. I said I messaged my brother saying, "How pissed off does Captain America look?" Like in one oh, of the shots. Oh yeah, the there, whole like he, time. Like he looks mean. Like he's going to really kick some ass, which oh, was yeah, kind of sure. exciting. Yeah. So because I think we we all know that cool. despite everyone wanting Captain America to get together with Bucky, secretly Captain America should really get together with Iron Man because they just quarrel so much that it would be perfect. So I mean, they're a married couple. They are a married that. couple. Yeah. Exactly. They just they're just dealing. They got to, they're working through stuff. This whole Marvel first ten years has been about Captain America and Iron Man just working shit out, basically. Yeah, and they'll need, get there. You need like marriage counselor. They'll get there. That's all they need. Marriage counselor. That's what Thanos oh. did, really. <laughs> you're not. You're not totally wrong. Uh, he's definitely yeah. given them yeah. given them a lot of bigger problems to worry about than just their own little disputes. So yeah. that's always nice to that's see. That's probably what what he was trying to do. Trying to show. Yeah, them just that. be like, you guys deserve each other. Look at what I can do. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a wonderful life, but actually real. everyone <laughs> but everyone <laughs> oh my god everyone went it was like in, it's an inverse of it's a wonderful life does this that is mean what it's happens a christmas everyone movie? goes yes <laughs> it could be um actually i have a i have a thought on it that i was trying to think of this this whole 
time I was like, oh, I've noticed something else. Um, so a lot of like some of the images seemed like people have moved on, which means that maybe it's like been a year. Like maybe it's yeah. Just I think there is a bit think. of a time jump. Yeah. Yeah. Like like we don't see immediately afterwards, or that's not the whole movie. They time jump ahead to like maybe a year or so later. Which was interesting yeah. to me because I thought you'd want to fix it right away, but okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, how do you fix something like that? Maybe it does take a long time to fix something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, people and are going to come back at the end and be like, what happened? Yeah, like a year, just like a year or two years or whatnot. Like, you know, the rest, like the remaining half of Earth needs to like deal with it. And um, like judging from the take like the takeaway from the stuff that you hear in the trailer with from captain america it, it does sound like it's something that they're not letting go of which hmm. could have been ta- like taken a while to get there but my question to you is and, and this goes for the original like the teaser trailer that we saw uh, at the end of last year is how much do you reckon how many shots in there do you think are just shots that is all misdirection because with Infinity War, they had so many shots in the trailers that weren't in the film because basically what it is now is that they're they're using the trailers to misdirect people because they know about leaks and all the different, you know, people are trying to figure out what's going on. And so, you know, you have to throw out all these red herrings. So it'd be interesting to see what shots, like what isn't in the movie itself from what we've seen so far because they just have to basically throw people off the scent you know like yeah. I, I was like i was thinking about this with the captain marvel trailer as well like the the very first one we saw like i just feel like there's stuff in there that's not going to be in the movie because it's you know it's basically just trailer footage that they've shot for it and they need to show people this without really giving away too many things so yeah like pieces of dialogue or, or specific places that are just in there just to sort of like make people think one thing but it goes in a completely opposite direction yeah well i i think you actually drew my attention to that um because i had noticed um for a couple other movies i just i just noticed that like things that hooked me in the trailer like even funny things even little funny one-liners or something did not appear in the movie and i think it kind of makes sense that um you know, because they, they definitely have always been to hook you and bring you into the movie. But yes. a lot of stuff seems to be um, cut for time or maybe it was just, oh, here's a funny one-liner that fits with what we've just cut into the trailer. Shoot yeah. it real quick. So, I I mean, judging by what you said and by what, you know, what I've seen in the past, I could, I, I mean, maybe like a conservative guess of like, one third isn't in the movie or like even 50 percent or or it's cut in such a way that it's completely opposite of what it really is or you know like i i would say you're probably right yeah like i was looking at that i don't want to get too you know granular about things but just (laughs) (laughs) in the in the first end game trailer where uh Natasha says, it's going to work, Steve. And he goes, I know it is because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Like, uh, so the, the shot from the shot showing Natasha saying the, the dialogue, uh, she says it. And then, um, uh, then 
uh, Captain America says, I know it is in that same shot, but it doesn't look like he says that specifically. You know what I mean? And mm. then it cuts to him saying, I don't know. And then it cuts to him and you see him saying, I don't know what it's gonna, what I'm going to do if it doesn't. So I just feel like there might be something different in there. It might not be something huge, but it, it, it just seems like they've altered something in there to create a bit of like something that's much more kind of less spoilery than what actually is the dialogue in that exchange. So things like that, I don't, I don't know how many other people are picking that up because I know there's some articles you know, out about the whole misdirection thing that Marvel is doing. And also like basically any other, other big franchise film now are just throwing shots in there that are great in the trailer. It's like, oh, it makes you excited, but wind up on the cutting room floor or things that might not actually be there in the first place. But yeah, they're, it's starting to like, I think more people are catching on to it now. But it doesn't mean that they'll figure things out. It just means that, you know, now we're seeing things from a different perspective because we don't know what's actually going to happen, which I think is much better than going in there and seeing stuff in the in the trailers because we're just so desperate. Like, the, the hunger for getting as many pieces of information what's, like, for these films is just, you know, overwhelming now. So it's good to kind of see stuff and still be so you know, I guess have it so shrouded in mystery about things. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good to see. um, Well, just to, I mean, uh, this is probably not great, but sort of to get a feel of what the movie's going to be like. So obviously we kind of knew if we like Avengers, we'll like the rest of Avengers, but for new movies, even they may not shroud it in as much mystery, but they're still giving you a taste of what you're going to be seeing. So, you know, do you like the camera style? Do you like the costumes? Do you like this? Do you like that? And they might not give you the full story, but it is just kind of showcasing like, hey, this is what we're all about. If you're interested, come meet me at the theater. 12 o'clock sharp. Bring your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just kidding. Movies will not fight you. Yeah. Get that discount. Get that popcorn. Sit in my theater seats and watch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow that's a very aggressive movie Jeez. yeah well it needs to be it's yeah. a it's a tough market out there you know yeah it is it's a fragmented market right now netflix and the video games and reading and whatnot you know it's tough it's tough to be it's tough to be a movie these days and here we are trying to make movies so i don't know what we're doing <laughs> clearly we're insane can can i just do a trailer of like as the movie itself and just like sort of what as the movie as like a sentient being as as a sentient movie who just is like watch me and would that work is that what the people want to see maybe that sounds actually really interesting people please please call nick on (laughs) 1-800-nickalicious.au there is a dot in there don't forget it yahoo.com yes please please call this email address and tell us Slash if this is Google what the people want to see. Dot dot dot. <laughs> dot dot Forward. dot. <laughs> Forward to Nick. Backspace. Backspace. Mm. <laughs> yes. Backslash. Oh, Forward. backslash, Semicolon. not backspace. HTTP oh. dot blog slash spot slash AOL. We should we should really get you a new website name. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit a long. Bit longer, yeah, it's a bit long. I don't know. It makes it difficult for people to check it out. Oh, guess what? 
I started mm. watching a Star Trek thing. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. Which one? Yeah, the very, very latest one. Ooh, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I keep trying to figure out, like, you know, all I keep thinking about is the first film of this the, of the new series of movies that came out. I kept trying to figure out who Eric Banner was in that original one, like his species or race or whatever, and it was Romulan. So every time I watch it, I'm like, okay, so there's Vulcans, which are like the, which is, um, is it the, is Spot's a Vulcan, right? Spock, not Spot. Spock. Spock's a Vulcan. Spot? Spot? Uh, yes, Spock wow. is a Vulcan. Yes. Vulcan. And then Thanks, there's Nick. the Klingons. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Romulans. Mm-hmm. And then there's human people. Yes. And then there's other races. That is vague, but, but yeah. yes. You're not wrong. Yes. I find it exciting to watch it at the moment. I've only watched two episodes, but it's hooked me. And I do love my sci-fi stuff. And it's funny how I've never got into Star Trek, but I'm doing a Star Trek now. So I'm proud of you. I'm so yeah. proud of you. I'll see if I can actually like maintain it. Because, you know, I forget things. So, but, you know. Just know that if you don't, I'll be disappointed. I know. Not angry, just disappointed. Yeah. Well, I can't help it, but. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's what's going to keep you going. Just not to disappoint me, right? Just don't want to disappoint. Right. If I can, yes. I'll try not to disappoint you, Carolyn. Because if I do, then how am I going to live with myself, really? Might as well just end it there. How am I going to live with you? Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, you can just, like, turn away. Wow. That'll be it. Yeah. Never. Not when Star Trek is involved. <laughs> That's a good point. i got to keep it up. That's what she said. Yes. Oh. Freezing! Okay, that's the one I should have said. Got it. Ugh. Just, it's all messed up. <sighs> is that it? It's okay, Nick. That's, I mean... <laughs> I just... Do you need some coffee? I need some Sevet coffee. No, I don't. I just need regular coffee. I think I do have regular coffee downstairs. What are we even talking about? This isn't even a conversation. It's just... What, are, what does Nick have in his pantry? Mmm. That's it. This, this is like Let's a whole new topic, really. Yeah. What do I have in my pantry? Oh, now we're going Sultana down the rabbit brand. hole peanut butter uh rice that's a sad pantry yeah you need to make your pantry happy i have ham and seasoned pork in my fridge and bread (laughs) and tomatoes one tomato (laughs) so this turned from a podcast into a grocery list is what i'm hearing uh, I swear I had something else in there. Oh, multiple variations of cheese. Ah, multiple. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you would like to <laughs> add to Nick's grocery list, please visit 1899nickalicious.google.au backslash forward slash backslash forward slash snails. Thank you. At AOL. <laughs> Dot Yahoo slash Tumblr. 
Thank you. Very much. All right. That is. That's it. That's it. Sure. Bye. Ugh.